1: Good evening, everybody. Steve Wellings here for the Boxing Asylum. We'll get stuck straight into our interview for this evening. Delighted to have the main man, top trainer, Don Charles, with me this evening. Good evening, Don. How are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you. And yourself? Very well. I'm keeping well. Uh, Don, actually, to to be honest with you, you're out in Spain at the moment, is that right?
0: Yes, we are. Yes. An undisclosed location. (laughs) 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 But in Spain. And how's
1: everything going there? How's the training and preparation in this undisclosed location?
0: Yeah, everything is going according to plan. And uh, God willing, uh, we have another... It's actually exactly four weeks away from the fight. So, um, so far, so good.
1: Excellent stuff. So, obviously, without giving too much away, what's the kind of plan out there? I mean, your training, is there any sparring? I mean, what, what are you working on?
0: Most definitely. obviously um, you know, it's uh, we're not doing any we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. Uh uh there's the normal procedures. It's just that camp is where you put it. We we happen to bring the camp to Spain. Sometimes we do camp in London, but for this uh, particular fight we've opted to uh to do it away. Um there's loads of reasons. I'm not gonna go into details, uh beneficial reasons that uh why we're out here. We've been out here for a while. And um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a, uh, I think we made a, the right decision to have done what we've done.
1: Excellent stuff. I've got a few questions from the boys. They're throwing them in for you, Don. So we'll, we'll hit you with this first one from Chris. He said, what's Don been most impressed with in Daniel Dubois since the time he's had him in the gym?
0: Yeah, basically, as is well documented, we... We haven't been together that long. Um, we've been together 14 weeks now. This is the 14th week since I've been working with this young man. Like I've always uh, I've always said in the past few weeks that this is the first time in my 20-year career as a, as a trainer that I've been, I use the word inherited, inherited uh, an, an established fighter of this calibre. Um, so what I've been most impressed is that... Uh, from, with my experience now, what I look for now is a, uh, a student, a student's ability to take information and learn, willing to learn, a listening student, and Daniel has all those uh, qualities. Yes, I'm very impressed with his listening ability and able to soak up new information. Yeah, so I've been very impressed with that.
1: Uh, what was your opinions on Daniel before he joined you? Obviously, we've seen his rise on BT. We've seen his documented fights against the likes of Joe Joyce. What was your opinion and your impressions and your, your sort of pre-knowledge of Daniel before he hooked up with you?
0: Yeah, I've actually um, I've known Daniel for uh, since he was 17 years old. His uh, father actually brought him uh, to get a few rounds with Derek Chisora uh, many years ago when, uh, like I said, Daniel was only 17 years old and... Um, so I got a close look at him as a young man, and obviously I didn't—I uh, didn't have anything to do with uh, him. Till I started seeing him on television, as you know, he turned professional professional early in his. In, in his um, he, I think he turned when he was nineteen years old, and for, for a nineteen-year-old uh, young man to have achieved what he's achieved in the last six six years, it's remarkable. Um, like I said, the first impressions when I saw him actually. Uh, the day he came to Spada Ichizora, when he was a mess, 17 years old, I saw him from, I walked into the gym. He was already in the gym with his father and the trainer who brought him along. And I saw uh, uh, his back. I thought, surely that can because they told me how the the chap they were bringing. So when I saw this uh, person, a man, I saw a man, because I saw him from behind. I thought, the shoulder, after, surely that can't be the, the 17-year-old. And to my surprise, when I then came in front of him and I was introduced, I thought, my goodness, you saw the baby face, so he was 17. I thought, oh my God, he had the physique of a man, even back then. So obviously I've uh, monitored his developments on see him on TV uh, and stuff, his rise. Uh, yeah, I've been very impressed with him. I mean, how can you not be impressed with a, a kid that, uh, uh, he, did, he didn't have an extensive amateur career and um, he turned professional quite early. And this young man, like I said, what's his record? He's, he's, he's had the one loss, obviously, against Joe Joyce. He's knocked not, uh, uh, not 18 uh, opponents out of 19. So that's an, a very impressive uh, stats. Um, yeah, he's known, renowned for being a puncher. Um, he's well-educated in the sense that his, uh, his boxing uh, fundamentals are all intact. Um, he's been where he's a very well schooled uh uh boxer you know like i said his fundamentals the things you normally whenever you get a new fighter the things that most of the times you've had to fix their footwork and and stuff and so yeah he brought that that's one of the most difficult thing to 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 teach a fighter for the stance and danny's got a magnificent boxing stance um but obviously i know what i'm working i'm not gonna disclose that i know what i'm working that my observations, even prior to working with him, I've always questioned, why doesn't he do X, Y, Z? So I was fortunate to, I didn't know, I had no inclination over the years that I would end up training this man, this young man and then haven't gotten with him now. So I know the things that I used to ask questions when I used to watch him on telly, why doesn't he do XYZ? i Z? I'm not being able to uh, introduce uh, those things my findings to add to what he already has and he has a lot
1: mm-hmm. It's interesting you mentioned footwork there, actually, Don, because we had a question from one of our other contributors, the Dr. FMG, and he was asking about things like ballroom dancing and footwork, and he said it's interesting to get your take on the general state of footwork within the current pros. We see the Ukrainians, guys like Lomachenko, Klitschko as well was big on this, a lot of sort of ballroom dancing, Ukrainian dancing and stuff, and and, and getting the footwork down to a T as best as they can, getting that balance.
0: Yeah, it's been well documented that a lot of Eastern Europeans um like when these guys are young their parents generally take them to gymnastics uh in some cases dance schools to learn all different various types of dance um which I don't believe they knew they were going to go into boxing when the parents were taking them talking about when they're like 6 7 years 8 years old so they get them to do all these sorts of activities, dance being one of them. And like I said, gymnastics is very predominant predominant within that community, because um, they don't know what this kid's going to branch off to become, whether they're going to be a footballer or, or, or a boxer um, or a dancer, you know? Um, so coincidentally, those who have then gone into doing the boxing from being their upbringing, being they've had you know, uh, uh, an introduction to movement. Because what I always say to people from my understanding how I see boxing, boxing is a dance. It's a, vo- it's a very violent dance and it's, it's movement. So, therefore, the, your, the likes of your Lemechenkos, uh, your U6, they've all done things like this, being being young. So when they now started, uh, chose to do boxing, naturally they had this movement, which they, they didn't, it's not something that was taught to them by a boxing coach. It's just something that they already done as a child that's already installed in them. Yeah, Coincidentally, then they, they take up the sport of boxing, which when you fuse that, then, like I said, it goes back to my understanding that boxing is actually a dance, but although it's a very violent dance. You know, in fact one of the books I'm writing in the future right I already started it and it is called that boxing and Strap Line. it's a dance a violent dance um so um it's movement I'm I, I don't know if you some people if you remember the art uh what is it called uh the Brazilian caprera yes yeah. right that is a, a dance but with no it's, it's, it's a fight but with no contact mm. yeah i believe it was uh introduced by when during the days of slavery they were on, on the ships they weren't allowed to 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 get into a confrontation or fight each other in the sh- so they devised their way of fighting without contact by, by as in contact by harming each other yeah so if you watch it have you ever seen it have you ever seen it performed no i've heard of
1: it but i've never seen it in action no
0: well yeah it's a beautiful thing to to watch because they're doing like, it's like a form of karate, but with no contact, they're kicking over your head, kicking, they're both taking it, you know, it's a fight, but it's, a, it's, it's w- with no contact. And it's a beautiful, the most beautiful thing to to, to, to watch. So that's the nearest I could give to uh, 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 fighting being a dance. It's movement, if you get a chance, I, I encourage anybody, go and watch Brazilian Capriera
1: Mm-hmm. You know that's something I'm definitely gonna have to catch up on. I'm aware of it, but I've never, I've never actually watched it. And speaking of dancing, violent dancing, as you mentioned there, August the twenty sixth in Poland against Alexander Usik, the chance of a lifetime for Daniel Dubois. What about the location, Don Rocklaw in Poland? Not familiar with it myself. What information do you have about that? What, what do you know? What you're going into?
0: Yeah, we know we're going to uh, a stadium of forty five thousand capacity a stadium that they're going to install a boxing ring inside it that has a referee and two fighters. So no matter where you go, how foreign it is, like I said, as long as it's under those rules where there's a boxing ring that has a referee who can count to 10, that's all we want. Mm
1: -hmm. Are you worried about the dark arts or anything like that?
0: About the what, might...
1: My the dark partner. the dark arts of boxing, you know, you know, the thing, the ring, the the things um, beforehand, all yeah, like, yeah, the shenanigans.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're 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 I'm experienced enough now to know what to look out for. Um I'm well traveled, um, you know, so I, I also looking at previous people like Tyson Fury, David Hay, when they've gone abroad to fight, all the tricks that the opposition gets up to with the ring, like extra padding uh ropes check that I know the, what to look out for You can never eradicate total eradication but you can minimize what they tricks they can pull on you so no we we're good we like I said that we know what to look out for and uh like I said you can never eradicate every uh, advantage they may want to gain on you um that's where the experience comes into it you know so yes I'll be looking out for a lot of things uh that I know they can uh, do to, to us um, to get an advantage. But like I said, uh, as long as we minimize, uh, reduce what they can get away with or what we can't see with naked eye. Um, but we're good. We're good.
1: Excellent. Another couple of questions for you here. Don, one from Danny Young. He said, Usyk is uh, quite rightly considered one of the pound for pound best fighters currently. When was the first time you were aware of him and what have you enjoyed of his career to date?
0: I've actually, um, because I'm a boxing fan. I, I, although I'm a coach, but I'm also a fan. I watch boxing, so he came into my radar when he actually—it uh, was it the WSB series, World you know? Series of Boxing, yeah. Well, yeah, right, where he actually fought Joe Joyce, mm-hmm. and that had a very, very, very close fight. Him and Joe Joyce. He, he—I believe it was a split decision. If I'm correct, he he got it by split decision. And that's when it came into my onto my radar, and obviously I've monitored him since then. And um, I mean, in fact, no, I I noticed the first time I noticed when he, he won he won his Olympic gold medal in two thousand and twelve in London, uh, on the, as a as a as a heavyweight I believe he campaigned on the as a, as an amateur. Obviously, that's when I first heard his name and saw that he he got the gold. Then. Uh, I happened to be watching, following that series, the World Boxing Series, and I saw him fighting in George It was a very close fought fight, and he nicked it by a uh, split. And then, yeah, the rest is history. He's gone on to do great things, and remarkably, yeah, um, he's done really well, uh, undisputed uh, cruiser weight. Then he made the transition to becoming a heavyweight, and he's doing very well so far. He's had four fights as a heavyweight, and he's you know won a world title, unified uh, champion. So, you know, what he's achieved is remarkable, it really is so um yeah it's uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's it's uh he's a it's a a a good a good good uh valid champion
1: yeah I think one thing in the fight against Joyce as well was that his engine he takes over in fights you know he's very fit and strong, although I thought Anthony Joshua had a lot of success with him to to the body, especially in their second fight, but he has that engine that stamina during the stretch.
0: Yeah, it's not just the engine. Um, this guy is mentally very strong. Yeah, I've, I've studied him. I've looked into him. I, I have to. I have to uh, operate like a detective. If you're going to catch a crook, what you do? You have to become them. You have to go into their head momentarily, and uh, and what what where they're going to next commit a crime? You 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 have to be steps ahead of them. So I believe that's. I'm playing a detective out to catch a serial offender <laughs> if I can put it that way you know so that's what I've that's what I've been doing for the uh, since uh since um as you know is uh he fought a, a student of mine although I didn't train Derek Chisora for the fight against jusek it was one of the periods where Derek was not with me or working with mm-hmm. me at that period um yeah Derek to date Derek Chisora has given Yusek his toughest fire as a heavyweight, yeah? You know, he's given, he's given Yusik the toughest ride. Anthony Joshua, yes, he had a, a few rounds in their last encounter where he could have actually ended the fight, but he didn't. Um, like I said, Yusik is very, very, very strong mentally. It's not just a physical thing. Um, he's mentally very strong.
1: Absolutely. Um, we're going to talk about Derek in a minute, if that's okay. Just firstly, Patrick sent in a question. He said, would be interested to hear if Daniel is slimming down for the fight. And if so, whether that's Usyk specific or a general change.
0: Um, some things you're going to ask me, I'm not at liberty to, okay. to answer. So um, I would just say no comment without being rude. I, I'm not a rude man. It's just mm-hmm. it's too delicate in the sense that we're near the fight. We're four weeks away. And certain questions I'm going to say, uh, so if we have an agreement, Steve, that I'm going to set you, no comment.
1: <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. Right. The boys have given me the questions I'll ask you. And obviously sure, if you sure. don't want to answer them, yeah, yeah, that, that's sure. absolutely fine. Uh, Kevin has sent in a question actually about George. He said, "What about Don's son? I remember him mentioning in an interview before. Not heard of him since George was on with us on the asylum on a Sunday evening. Uh, what's going on now? Because I know he had the setback against Sokolowski, didn't they?
0: Yeah, you know things happen in life. I'm I'm old enough now to recognise that. You know when some things happen that are not meant to happen. You as us as humans in general, you question why, why, why. The answer uh, reveals itself somewhere along the line in my son's case um george is probably one of the best heavyweights technically that i've not because he's my son that i've witnessed that i've i've had the privilege of working with yeah even tyson fury he's done three camps with tyson fury in the past and tyson fury is of, is of the same opinion right but if it's meant to be for him it will be time is time is getting on he's getting on now uh, yes he had that set back with sokolowski I won't go into details we i don't believe he lost the fight he doesn't believe he lost the fight the television commentators don't believe he lost the fight but according to the referee, he awarded my son one round out of eight rounds, when I believed we won at least five rounds out of those eight rounds. Yes, so Koloski came on strong in the last three rounds by landing single power shots. Doesn't Unless you knock the person out, doesn't win you those rounds. Uh, but it wasn't our best George's best performance by far. OK, I hate making excuses that he, he as a man will right the wrong but unfortunately he got struck with illness i'm not going to go into detail so first, first he's my only son i don't have any other children on this planet so i've said to him if it's meant to be for you and you get over what you're uh going through um health-wise then should you want a box the skills don't go anywhere he's got he's got skill if he was to bottle this the skills he has in cans or bottle he'll be a very wealthy man Right, um, it'd be a travesty if he doesn't uh, fulfil his career, what his ambition. But if it's meant to be, then it will be. If it's not, then it will not be. Um, it, my son is a very clever young man. If 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 it's not boxing, wherever he puts his hand to, so he will be successful. He's very 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 intelligent young man. So yeah, that's basically that. I won't expand any more on that, uh, except for thank you for asking. Those who are asking for him. Uh, like I said, if it's his destiny to to continue and fulfil his career as a heavyweight boxer, then it will still happen. He's still very fresh, although age is he's thirty years old now. Uh, heavyweights have a slightly longer shelf life. Like I said, he's very fresh. He's not. It's not. There's not a lot of mileage on the clock there. So that that's that uh, regarding my son.
1: Excellent, thank you. Um, also, we had a question from Joseph regarding Derek Chisora. He's going back to an incident, which I'm sure you remember very well. Uh, Donny says, was Derek really going to physically shoot David Hay? Uh, going back to the night, uh, do you remember what no. you thought to go back now?
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember that night in Munich, an awful night in Munich. Yeah, no, come on. It was just a, a, a momentarily where you, when we're angry, we say silly things. It was just a silly thing to say. It was a reaction based on the situation that not supposed to have happened, but it happened, you know, um, no, no, he, no. He, he's just what, he was very angry because he's, he was, that was a Derek's hour, he'd just been in a 12 grueling round with Tyler Klitsch, one of the hardest hitting heavyweights in history and we went 12 rounds, Derek went 12 rounds with him and then for David Hay coming to the room, ridiculing Derek, um, which had no rights to be in that room and coincidentally when I, when, when when a few years later, I, he was managing Derek Azora, so it's, very bizarre, but hey, that's boxing. It's show business.
1: It is indeed a show business. Which leads me on to the final Chazora question for you, Don, from Ryan. He says, Is Chazora as random and unhinged as he seems on IFL and at press conferences as he is on the day? Is it all an act or is he prone to losing the plot?
0: No, Derek, I can I can give you firsthand is that Derek is very is very unpredictable. Yeah, he's a very complex character. Um, yeah, it, it's just, he is, it, no, that's not an act. God, if that's an act, he should win an Oscar because bloody he's been acting it for 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 a long time then. And no, he's, listen, he's a character. He's, uh, you know, he's the lovable rogue in the sense that, you know, I love the British public because initially he was being ridiculed. He wasn't liked. Um, and then they've embraced him now because they've understood him. You know, He was very, there's always very misunderstood in the beginning of his, most the first mature parts of his career was very misunderstood by the public based on his actions based on his actions and uh, but I think they've embraced him now um, you know he's become a, an icon you know <laughs> and uh, and I'm proud of him I'll be honest with you I'm not proud of the, some of the things he's done of course not um, but I'm proud of what, how he's ended up you know um, yeah yeah, he's uh, he's uh, he's my first son in boxing, and like I said, he gave light to me in the sense that through working with him gave me the platform that I'm I'm, I'm going to make use of. So I will always acknowledge that, and I will always owe I'll owe him that. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I said there was only two questions on Derek. Sorry, Hattam had thrown in a question for you as well. He was just asking about your opinion regarding the split first time round with Derek. How did it come about that you guys stopped working together?
0: It's just one of those things in boxing. I'm not the first. I'm not going to be the last, you know. It happens. Uh, Derek has parted with my, from myself uh, on two occasions and he's always come back. You know, he knows where home is. Um i am the beginning of him he's the beginning of me so uh, when he goes away and he doesn't get what he wants the success uh he will always come back home the door is always open for him because like i said he 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 gave light to me he brought light to me he put me on the platform and i i'll never uh no matter what um i've carved that a really good career for myself by working with derek Zora so the love I have for the for the young man is is, uh, is uh, there's nothing can get in the way of it, you know. No matter what happens, you know, um, whether he goes, whether he stays, the love is the same, unconditional. Should I say love? Yeah. So that they have it.
1: Excellent. Uh, just have a couple more questions for you, Don. We you, do thank you for your time. I don't want to. I don't want to keep you too long. Obviously, uh, Deimos throwing thrown in one for you. He said, "What does Don look for in a fighter to establish?" Whether he wants to work with them or not, obviously skills and potential are one thing, but what about the more personal elements with a fighter?
0: Yeah, like I said, you know, um, I look for. I'm I'm well raised. I've been my parents have done a good job with me. Manners, manners, mm-hmm. manners will get you a long way in life, you know. Um, so I look for uh, their mannerism uh, and a, and a, a disciplined uh, athlete. There's no point in training a guy who's so talented and then he doesn't have no discipline, life discipline. I'm not just talking about discipline in boxing, Mm -hmm. outside of boxing. How does he live? What was his family background? How does he treat people? You know, there's a thing. You got to be a nice person. I will give you a prime example. One of the stu- finest students I've ever worked with. He's a a chap. In fact, there's a. In fact, all of them. Of after I'm only known for Derek, but I've worked with a number of other beautiful people. Frank Bulioni being one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, an immaculate individual in every which way, um, as a boxer as well as a as a as a family person. You know, he's got a very very good family. Good family background. He has a, a lot of respect, you know, as a as a human being. He's a clean, clean living human being. Then you have got Miles Chinquen, whom I I worked for. They, I I spent two years with Frank Leone, also uh, equally the same time with Miles Shinquin. um I got them after they'd already been round the block, if you know what I mean. But we still achieved. Okay, um so these are the sort of examples of the the type of boxes I've worked with. That, like I said. The marsh Kuhn again is a family man and very well disciplined, clean living human being, and um, yeah, so um, that's what I generally look out for in. Uh, in if I'm going to work with a fighter, what their background is, you know, don't care how much skills you got, how talented you are. If you're a nasty individual, um, I'll tend to not to want to get involved. You can have all the
1: talent in the world, but if there's not if you're not professional, like you say, you're not a decent person, then you yeah. can have more problems than advantages.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So there you have it.
1: Yeah. Uh, final one for you, Don, before we let you go. This is from Danny Young again. He says, I understand you've sparred Danny Williams, Henry Akin one day, James Smith. I like hearing sparring stories. So was there anything notable about these particular sessions?
0: Yeah, I'll give you just uh, outlines because uh, otherwise we'll be here all night. i tell long stories. <laughs> yeah. Danny Williams, I boxed for Brixton ABC um, in my time. And Danny Williams is 10 years my junior. And I was a, I campaigned at super heavyweight. And in my club, it was a small club. But it was above a pub called the Half Moon Pub in Herne Hill in South London. So Brixton ABC, basically. I was the super heavyweight. Danny Williams was my junior, 10 years junior. Now, it was very difficult for me to get, because, uh, like I said, it was a small club. one we were that, you know, compared to the neighbouring club, the Lynn Athletic Club, uh, Fitzroy Lodge, there were, like, uh, arrivals, you know, Fisher Boys. So the only sparring I could really get in-house was in-house sparring, and that was against Danny Williams, like I said. So when I was 26 years old, the kid was like 16 years old, yeah? Sparring me, full spar. Mm -hmm. Obviously, my coach, our coach, Floyd Alexandra, who said to me, look, you know he's only a kid, hold back on him, just use him for various things to let him chuck shots, use it for your defense, pop some shots at him to make him know you're there, stuff like that. So he was my official sparring partner and he used to hit like a man at the age of 16, you know? So we had many, 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 many encounters. And I was so proud of what he went on to achieve uh, um, in his career. He beat the great Mike Tyson, you know? I mean, come on. Yeah, so um, that's a massive achievement. Henry Aki won the box for the Lean Athletics. And again, I think he's still one of the tallest boxers uh, in uh, in history of the heavyweight division. Um, Tyson Fury I believe Henry Akin was in that region, six eight six nine. Okay. Yeah, so as you can imagine, it was very, very, very it wasn't as tricky as uh henry wasn't as tricky as tyson fury um and iq wise not just respect to henry is uh, brilliant he was he did very well but like i said that was uh he, when henry was still an amateur before he turned over and um another person i sparred um much later in my when i actually retired from from an amateur uh competing is i sparred the, the bone crusher smith the american who who we went on to uh he fought it to, he was the first man to take Mike Tyson the full full distance i believe it's about 10 rounder or over i think it was a, over 10 rounds good fighter and yeah a, yeah he's a very strong man very extraordinarily big big set man you know um so yeah there's nothing and nothing else really to tell apart from those experiences yeah Danny notably Danny like i said the, the age difference and he hit he hit, hit like a man even at the age of sixteen. I knew he was gonna go on to do things and he did and he did very well for for himself.
1: Are you surprised, Don that Danny's still fighting at the age of fifty? He turned out in April there this year
0: yeah, yeah that's uh i've 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 reached out a few times to 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 say to him, "Don't do this, you know, don't do it anymore you know um in fact, this has just prompted me. I'm gonna make another phone call. It's a bit late now. I'll make another phone call tomorrow. Every so often, I put a call in to check on him. Um, yes, I'm sad to, to hear and see that he's, he's, he's still fighting. You know, this uh, really, yeah, it's, it's not right. What yeah, does man. he
1: say whenever you have the conversation with him?
0: Um, I know he put his children through uh, public, um, private schools. So I know he was paying for the monies to pay for for the kids' education, but this is a while ago. So um I want it's not I'm not at liberty to expand anymore, but yeah. it was doing it for a good cause to put, put you can't knock that a man who's working to put food on a table uh, not only that to send his children to, to private school to give them a, a a good start in life so maybe they don't have to go and do what, what, what he what he what he does or what he did.
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely respect to Danny Williams and respect to you as well Don we love you on the boxing asylum the boys have thrown in a lot of questions they've enjoyed the chat greatly do you have any final comments any parting information you want to give to us ahead of obviously Daniel's big opportunity at the end of August
0: yes um just to say thank you for having me on again it's been a while and um we I like to say we and I want the country to get behind this young man if we look at what what happened to him with the Joe Joyce fight. He lost, um, his eye got damaged and he came back from that. Uh, even in his last fight with uh, Trevor Bryant, he, 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 he went and got, uh, sorry, when he won the WBA regular title, he went to America to capture that title, came back, he fought against Kevin Lorena in his last fight where his, his knee gave way he went down three times. People who were who, knocking him after the George Joyce fight that he was a quitter. So I think that, that Kevin Lorena fight will answer all those doubters. How can you be a quitter when you only had one leg, if they know not to the extent of the injury he sustained? okay. And he got up the canvas three times to deliver a devastating uh, knockout to Kevin Lorena, right? And now, that's not a trait of a quitter, in my opinion. So... Anyway, fast forward. We are we've been presented with this opportunity where he's the, the mandatory challenger for the Alexander Usyk title, titles, and um, although we are eligible as in it's for the WBA where he's mandatory, but when you beat Usyk, then you take the other titles. So um, it's for the unified belts. Um, yes, I want the country to look at this young man. He's only 26 years old. To see what he's done. Get behind him. After all, when we win this, it's for Britain, okay? It's for ourselves, but it's also for the country. So I urge everybody to, you know, get behind us, get behind Daniel, to urge us to will us on to go and get this victory. And we really, really, truly believe, yeah? It's a great, great, great opportunity, yeah? And we really believe. And we are not just belief is not enough. We are working, doing anything humanly possible to aid Daniel Dubois, to go there and, and, and capture those belts and bring them back home. So please, the country, get behind this young man. Sports Social Podcast Network.